all got that voice in our head that tells us we can't do stuff. But I think that some people are just better at maybe not listening to it. And by sitting down with those people, asking them questions, and then you know, recording it and blasting it out on the internet, perhaps, maybe, I can help other people like me get out of our own way. Hey guys, welcome to Closure Optional, the podcast about people who attempt to do things that are difficult in order to give their life meaning and periodically fail. But by listening to them, we might be able to learn a thing or two about not failing ourselves. And by we, of course, I mean me and, you know, maybe like the three other people that might turn this podcast on. Um, my guest today is me. I don't have a guest today, um, mostly because uh, the people that I'm going to be interviewing on this podcast actually had, you know, like meaningful things to do out in the world today, like their job while I was sitting at home doing nothing. So, you know, that's one reason. But also the other reason is that I recently had a little bit of an accident at training, which has completely changed the trajectory of my foreseeable future. And I thought it would be interesting maybe to talk about it and how I feel about it if I can. It's been difficult to even really understand how I feel about it because my um, my brain's always a mangled mess, especially when I'm training for fights. But I'll get into that in a minute anyway. So um, if anybody doesn't know, I am a Muay Thai fighter. And this weekend coming up, I was scheduled to fight for an Australian title in Sydney. And uh, last week at training, I had a little accident and tore some ligaments in my knee, which basically has put me out of action for the next sort of six to eight weeks and uh, potentially longer. So that means that I had to pull out of this fight in Sydney. I also had to pull out of another fight that was scheduled. And we just made the decision a couple days ago that I would also not be competing at the World Games in May in Mexico. Um, so by all accounts, this is pretty bad news. But I had an odd sensation the other day when I was making myself breakfast that I was maybe happy for the first time in a really long time. I, I make like uh, I make this very stupid web series of uh, about a girl who's a champion Muay Thai fighter, and she thinks she's got it all sorted, and she thinks she's a legend, but she's just a complete bumbling idiot. And um, I haven't even had the I don't know something just in the last few months. I just have not had the will or energy or silliness to like uh, to want to try and be a goofy idiot. Uh, for this web series, and it's something that I really love doing, and I just haven't felt like doing it. Um, I didn't realize that I wasn't happy. I just think I just felt like I was maybe tired or something. And then the other day, I'm just you know frying up some bacon to make my egg meal, and I I was like happy, just a little glow, like a little warmth of like not having a pending stranger. Um, you know, looming in my future that was about to kick my teeth in in front of a thousand strangers. And then, then that's again, so this is kind of what I wanted to talk about today is like that that's a, a, an odd sensation is that I don't want to, you sort of don't want to admit that you feel relief and happiness at not having to do this daunting task because 
Yeah, it's really easy to not want to fight. Of course it is. Uh, fighting's scary. I mean, you have no idea what could possibly happen in the ring. Anytime, and I, I don't. I think this is kind of universal for anybody that has a daunting task ahead of them, like it could be having a baby or getting married or a uni assignment or um, even entering uni and taking up a new course, starting a new job, whatever the hell it is, getting on stage. Um, you know, all of these things push you out of your comfort zone, and it's really easy to hear voices inside your head that give you reasons why it's not a good idea, why you shouldn't do it, why you should just stay at home or stay in that job that is kind of like, you know, standard and supportive and helpful, but it's not your passion or it's not what you really want to do. And, I mean, this happens to me all the time. Like, we, I'd be training for a fight and um, just, like, kind of hope that I get hit by a car so that I don't have to fight. And then, you know, it's just like these are, like, stupid maniac fleeting thoughts they come into your head and you go yeah obviously nobody wants to get hit by a car that's insane like this last fight camp um at one point I was just hoping that I was pregnant so that I could get out of the fight <laughs> I was like but like which is completely insane because then I'd actually have to deal with you know potentially having to raise another human being for the next rest of my life but that at the time seemed a lot easier than preparing for this fight. <laughs> but these are kind of like weird, fleeting, stupid thoughts. And you get them, and they come up, and you go, oh, God, you're an idiot, and then let them go. And so then, I, you know, I felt like guilt at being kind of relieved when I got hurt. Because I think it's like... <sighs> It's you want to want to fight. You really do. You, and I think that there are, are a lot of people out there that really want to fight. And I realize that I maybe I maybe don't have the right reasons for wanting to fight right now. And it's been creeping up on me for the last few months. And every single fight that I've had for the last I think at least probably the last 4 or 5 months I've said to myself, all right, this is the last fight. This is the last one. And then for some reason I just keep saying yes or you know, keep allowing my, the momentum to push me forward. And the cool thing about my team is that my trainers know full well how strong my doubt is in my head and how much I don't. I tend to not really trust my own ability or trust my, myself to do anything. And they pretty much just don't let me listen to it. They just don't give me any room. They just say, yes, this is what you're doing, and give me the instructions, and then I do it. Because I actually almost trust them to know better for me than I know for myself. But what's kind of odd is in the last four or five months, I've noticed that the voice that keeps telling me not to fight actually seems less like the voice of doubt and maybe a little bit more like a voice of intuition. And it's not necessarily the voice telling me, okay, that's it, you shouldn't fight anymore. I don't really feel like I'm finished fighting. But I think the voice is telling me to reassess why it is that I'm doing what I'm doing. And I don't know if anybody else gets this, but it's like, I know that when I very first started fighting, I had a very noble reason for fighting. When I first ever did this, I realized that I give up on myself too often. I stop doing things when things get hard. Uh, historically in my past, like when I've had a failure or 
when it seemed like I wasn't good enough or there were other people that were better than me, I would sort of give up or find a reason to escape, you know, like pretend to have a rolled ankle and escape. Um, like anything I could do to get out of the the responsibility of doing what I had set out to do. Um, and then I'd be, you know, just filled with kind of like shame and regret and sadness. And I've postponed my self-worth <laughs> for almost all the years of my life. I keep attempting to do things and then quitting too early or giving up on myself. So um, I know that I have a tendency to do this. And so since I've, you know, met my trainers and and they've been looking after me for the last few years, they they know this about me and they just don't let this come up they just tell me what I have to do and I do it and it's been really easy it's been really good um but I think where this kind of like weird depressions come from in the last few months is that I am so used to not listening to myself because I'm so used to myself telling me I can't do things that when the other voice inside me that says like you know are you sure you're happy are you sure this is what you want I also have been ignoring that voice too and it's been making me feel uh, lonelier and more disassociated from myself. And you know, it's kind of making me feel dishonest. It's like um, if I can't be honest with myself about what I want and what I'm doing, then I'm struggling to be honest with anybody else as well. And I felt lonelier and more disassociated from the people around me because I felt like they were going to see that I wasn't 100% committed or that I wasn't completely all there. So the more I hid from myself, I was hiding from everybody else. And just, I don't know, I'm feeling really lost. And it really kind of wears on your confidence. But anyway, the whole point of um, why I started fighting in the first place was that I didn't like that thing about myself. I didn't like that I had the tendency to give up on myself. And so when I I trained Muay Thai for a long time, and somebody once said to me, oh, you should have a fight if you want. I was like, fuck that. There's no way I'd want to actually cause harm to another person. But then over time, I realized that like this was the perfect test for me to actually commit to doing something and go all the way, go 100% with it, and really test the skill that I'd been developing the way that it's designed to be tested and see if I could truly get in there and prove to myself that I wasn't going to give up on myself. And I did that. I did it 11 times. And, man, the amount of just being able to learn about that voice of doubt and learning how to disassociate that from what's right and what's wrong inside my head has been completely invaluable in my life. Like, I think I don't know that there are many other things that will push you to that limit, to have to face all of your fears about yourself and all of the reasons why you're not good enough and still push forward and continue and then achieve something. Just walking into the ring is a huge, huge task, let alone coming out either victorious or not on the other side. It doesn't really matter. I mean, the point of just getting in there and actually pushing yourself to follow through with the thing, it's insane, man. Um, So that was the whole reason why I started fighting, and that has gotten me up to this point with no problems. But I think recently I need a better reason to keep doing this. I think I kind of like, yeah, I've proved to myself 11 times that I'm not going to give up on myself. So what, what else, like what else is there to it? I know that, um, I am, it's cool to get a title or, um, you know, like become the best in your field. I think those are admirable, um, 
quests I have because it's cool to be try to be the top of anything. And I think it's really it takes a lot of skill and dedication and work and it's really um a respect I have a lot of respect for somebody that can do that but it's not enough for me to step into the ring I don't think. And whether that's just my doubt telling me that things aren't worth it because it's not I don't know some nebulous cool other option for me. It's kind of like I treat my life the way that um you know most girls who love romantic comedies treat their love life. It's like I just have this vision that there is going to be like Prince Charming and Mr. Perfect around the corner that's like everything that you've ever dreamed of who doesn't exist. And every option that's in front of me is like fun for the time being until that Mr. Perfect comes and sweeps me off my feet. But that's like the way I feel about my whole life. So I don't really have any vision of what I want for my future except for it's not this. And fuck knows what that is. Um, Because I never imagined myself to be a fighter. I never imagined myself having a career in fighting. So I've never set any goals for it. It just like I'm just kind of swept up in the momentum of it. And I see other people... uh, in the Muay Thai community that just like love it and really love the fight and really, you know, would be disappointed if they couldn't have another fight. And the way I'm feeling right now, I'm, there's definitely disappointment. There's certainly disappointment that I didn't get the chance to obviously represent my new country, um, overseas or to, to fight a really worthy opponent, um, in a five round fight for an Australian title. I mean, I think those things, yeah, it's it's rare to get opportunities to do something that powerful and that big. But uh, at the same time, like, you know, when your first emotion, when you get injured and you can't do the thing that you're supposed to love to do is relief, you probably have to have a couple questions in your head about why you're doing what you're doing. Anyway, that is certainly more than enough uh, of me for one day. I have also realized in my last few years of, um, you know, taking a lot of drugs and drinking all the time that any time I'm doing things that seem like overly self-indulgent, that don't seem to be contributing in a meaningful way to the community around me, I uh, also end up very sad and uncomfortable and unhappy. I think um, taking this time now to reassess what it is that I want to be contributing and what it is that I'm trying to do with all of the other stuff that I'm doing in my life with this podcast, with my web series is, um, probably trying to realign again to what's the purpose of getting these things out into the world rather than, um, you know, just the individual baby G Lorna Bremner wank fest, because I know that that doesn't make me happy and I'm sure it doesn't make anybody else happy. Um, so for the next six to eight weeks, that's my plan. Get myself back into some kind of healthy shape. Try not to get too fat in the process and, um, hopefully produce some more good content that is entertaining or interesting to anybody else. I've got a couple good guests coming up. Uh, comedian Shane Hunter. I'm going up to Brisbane to see him next week. At some point, he's got a show coming up for the Brisbane Comedy Festival, so that will be exciting to talk to him. And it was always a very silly and funny conversation with him because he's a very silly and funny person, but he's also very smart and interesting, so that'll be good. And then also I'm going to be um, sitting down with one of my trainers, Iggy, who is a... Oh, an incredibly interesting character, but you'll get to see that anyways next week. 
So thank you again for listening and I will see you guys again next week. 